1: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey it's time for the chiefs
2: kingdom show live with the voice of the chiefs mitch holtis and chiefs head coach andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is Bad Boy Country. Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey,
3: this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danan Hughes. Every Tuesday morning at 8:30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream Bigger.
2: Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. <laughs>
4: yeah! Good evening, everybody! We have opened the doors of the Chiefs Kingdom and we're getting red and rowdy and real tonight in Lawrence, Kansas at the Wahlburgers next to the Hy-Vee on Clinton Parkway. Come and join us. It's an exciting week here in Lawrence because high school football playoff time, such great tradition here uh, of the high schools in Lawrence. And also this score just in, we have breaking news. Chiefs 44, 49ers 23, what? Smoke show. Uh, and for the Kansas City Chiefs, people thought, gosh, on March the 24th, and I was a guest on NFL uh, Network, and they said, gosh, I think you're going to be covered in smoldering ruins by Halloween. Like you guys are just going to be – you're not going to have any big plays. And, oh, my gosh, your guys are done as the AFC West passed you by. And I got a little snarky, but now uh, I think we're seeing what's happening because the Chiefs are on fire after that game yesterday in all three phases. All right. let me. When you get plays, oh, the Chiefs were not going to get any big plays this year. We were done getting big plays. All right. And this was the number one defense in the National Football League yesterday. Oh, let's see. 57-yard pass, 45-yard pass, 40-yard pass, 34-yard screen pass on third and 20, 27-yard pass, 25-yard play, 22-yard play, 20-yard play. That is huge because the Chiefs obliterated the number one defense yesterday, especially in the second half. It was awesome to see that. And the defense yesterday, oh, they get five sacks, two interceptions, a sack strip fumble recovery, interception at the goal line by Joshua Williams, who's growing right in front of us. Uh, Chris Jones tormenting, again, looked like Super Bowl 54, fourth quarter. Chris Jones tormenting Jimmy Garoppolo as well as Frank The Clark Shark, who said, come back into the water and swim. And Jimmy swam, and he swam in the end zone, and he was tackled for a safety and two points. And when you get all that done, you were able to put the hammer down, baby. You got it. It was a thrilling game yesterday, and now it is bi-week time, and we got an awesome group here tonight. The geeks are here from all over the earth. They have made it on a two-day trip for some of them coming here to Lawrence, Kansas, to the High V. We've got folks from here in Lawrence uh, and the surrounding areas. Uh, also, Puppet Lady is here tonight. And on a bye week, what does Puppet Lady have? Fight? Who are we fighting on the bye? Oh, the Titans. We're already thinking ahead two weeks. So we're punching the Titans already as Puppet Lady is here tonight, the famous Puppet Lady. But anyway, we have got a terrific show for you tonight because we have two special guests that are two of my favorite humans on the earth. One is a 10-year veteran of the National Football League. You have seen him. You have heard him. He had a great career as a player, even better career, really, as good a career, uh, as an alum uh, of the National Football League. But tonight, after we hear from Coach Reed, Sean Barber is here tonight as a special guest. And honestly, one of the more passionate and knowledgeable and great dudes to follow, whether you're on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, Facebook, whatever, uh, he's a great writer, he's a great researcher, but he's so passionate and a terrific colleague to work with. I work with him every day uh, of my life, practically. But senior team reporter Matt McMullen is here tonight for his first-ever appearance on the Chiefs' uh, Kingdom show. We are at the hy in Lawrence, and I want to remind you, score big savings with Hy-Vee and the Kansas City Chiefs. How good is it to get 44 points on the number one defense in the National Football League? Well, here's how it works. If you shop high V the night after the game, it's still going on right now, a fuel saver discount equal to the Chiefs' score. Oh that would be 44 based on the amount uh, that you spend in the Chiefs score so 44 points you save 44 cents a gallon with any $44 purchase the more you score the more we save win or lose everybody win or win everybody's winning at hy v we're at the Hi-V in Lawrence getting ready to have some fun on this show uh, it's a bye week coming up this team needs a bye uh, we all need a bye but we're going to celebrate this bye week by celebrating a terrific victory yesterday over the San Francisco 49ers we're going to hear from Sean Barber, Matt McMullen, and Andy Reid, all coming up right after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Now the
4: Chiefs have first down and goal to go at the 8. McKinnon stays in at running back. Well is Scantley. The left side they're going to flip it to hardman going left gets a block inside the five hardman squeezes into the end zone touchdown kansas city on a flip pass as mccall hardman takes it for eight yards from the it gets great blocking on the left side now welcome back to the chief's kingdom show tonight we're in lawrence kansas I guess we're getting ready for the playoffs. Chesty Lions, the uh, Fighting Firebirds, and the Veritas Christian Eagles. But with me now is the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, after a 44-23 victory yesterday over the San Francisco 49ers. And just how gratifying was that win, especially when you got all three phases cooking?
5: Yeah, that was a a good one to get, Mitch. Um, I thought the guys played hard. Coaches had a good game plan. I thought everybody contributed uh, to the— to the win against a good football team. I mean, they're well coached and they, they've got good players. They've added to their uh, to their team with a great player, and um, they got a lot of guys back off injury. So, uh, all in all, it was it was a nice challenge, and uh, uh, our guys rose up and
4: uh, played well. I'm going to start a little unconventional here. If we had a coach's clinic and we rented a theater and showed them video that kickoff return to start the third quarter was phenomenal what about the execution and what it meant to determine the outcome of that game
5: yeah that was big because we listen we were struggling just a little bit on special teams and um and the guys the guys kind of put their foot down in the locker room at halftime and just said hey we're going to straighten this out and to come out and to have that uh return like that was was great and um uh it helped us because a couple plays later we score and put us in great field
4: position to do that. The second uh, play, I think I would show all the coaches in the Chiefs Kingdom would be the third and 20 screen. I'm not sure I've seen a better block screen. You get 34 yards on third and 20 on a screen. How about that play?
5: Yeah, that was a good one. Corey Matei draws those things up, and so <laughs> that's his area. And, uh, he put some good ones together, man. And that one there was uh, that was a special one.
4: I love your NASA scientists you've got that are always like, they're always looking for plays or how to design or do it different. It's really kind of fun.
5: Yeah, no, it is. It's good, fun to watch. Um, And it gives everybody, you know, a piece of the pie to uh, show their talents. So
4: that, that was a good one. So the next question is, who put together these perimeter jets and, and flips? You get three touchdowns on two jets and a flip pass, all to uh, Your ability to hit the perimeter yesterday, and I'm going to throw in Clyde's play, uh, the 16-yard touchdown, where you're kind of the same concept. What about getting that done on the perimeter and hitting those?
5: Yeah, uh, Coach Heck puts that together, and he he, he mentioned that. Listen, perimeter is good. Um, you hit him with a couple of body blows inside, and then you come back with some outside run game. Um, you can have some production against this crew. And, and uh, you know, that came to fruition
4: right there in front of us uh, with those plays. How'd your offensive line do overall in that game yesterday?
5: Well, I, I have a lot of respect for that defensive line. So I tell you, they did a good job uh, run and pass game. Uh, were there a couple of hiccups in there? Absolutely. But that's when two good teams go against each other. Uh, that's going to take place. But I, I thought the, the offensive line really rose up and took charge of the game uh, from an offensive standpoint.
4: Talk about chunk plays. You get a 57, a 45, a 40, mentioned the 34, another 30, but you now have more 20 plus plays from more guys than anybody in the league. Your ability yesterday to hit ones, big ones, the 57 yarder to Marquez Valdez-Scantling.
5: Yeah, well, again, the offensive line has to play well, but it really uh, that, that quarterback, Kabar is pretty good. And so uh, for him to find those guys uh, is important for the design of the play to help get the guys up. them then for those guys to work their tail off to get open uh, was something. And you saw Pat uh, hit in his second, third receivers at times. Um, so it wasn't always the primary. And – uh, you know, from the Watsons to Juju to Scantling, um, the, the, they always were not the number one guy and in the route. And and so the o line gave him time. Pat did a great job with his eyes, and then that he was so accurate with the ball. And and like I said, the guys never gave up on the routes.
4: You're number one in the league in yards after catch. Kels has been a master of that his whole career, but now you get Juju and guys. How how devastating is that, or how challenging is that to an opponent defense? Because you're not just getting yards at the catch; you're getting yards after the catch.
5: Yeah, I can would tell you. He'd be the first one to tell you this: is that having a guy opposite of him that um, has similar game is, is a big thing. So, um, and, and Juju has that. Noah um, has it. You're seeing eighty-eight jump in there with some big plays for us. Um, whether it's a slant play, you know, or something over the middle, um, just doing a nice job for us in there. So it's, um, uh, having those guys that can work inside and then 24 sky is learning on the, on the move here. And I mentioned that interception that took place early, well, sky will learn a ton from that just on getting into that hole right there and, and flattening it off and, Um, and one good thing about sky is he doesn't make the same mistake twice. So it's a, it's a good, good learning experience for him. And he gets an idea of the timing that the quarterback has on that particular play. He's, he's throwing that thing when you make the break. And so he's trusting that you're going to get right into that spot right there. And, uh, that'll be a beautiful thing down the road for us.
4: That leads into the next question, flipping over to the defensive side, because these guys seem to be fast learners. Joshua Williams, the touchdowns on him, Ray Ray McLeod. We talked about the last game against Buffalo. Then he comes back with an enormous play with the pick at the goal line. Just how fast these guys learn, move, shake it off a bad play, but then don't make another bad play.
5: Yeah, well, Brett's brought in guys that are smart too. So they're good athletes, smart, and and that – I mentioned last week against Buffalo, we'd have some young guys that learned from their mistakes, um, you know, in the Buffalo game. And, and Williams was one of them. I, the, the great thing about it was he kept, he kept fighting through that Buffalo game. He never hung his head. I mean, here he is from Fayetteville state and, and uh, <laughs> a smaller school and, and to be playing uh, that week against Buffalo, that's a big jump. I mean, here ago, he was playing against Ted Cruz's alma mater, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> South Carolina State. The Bulldogs, so, baby. Um, yes, that's right. So, just uh, the fact that that he, um, you know, but anyways, he learned. He learned from those mistakes, and then uh, he stepped his game up. You saw it even when they weren't coming to him. How his eyes were back on the deep ball. He, he was feeling where the guy, the the offensive player was, and he put his eyes back towards the. Uh, you know towards to see if the ball was coming, and that was that was better than it was the week before, so um we're we're seeing this whole maturation process taking place right in front of us here
4: in your words, it's a beautiful thing to see it defensively overall to get five sacks in this game, get a fumble recovery, get two picks, but just the pressure and I ask you about Chris and Frank to start off
5: yeah, well, those two. They're like the dynamic duo in there. They kind of play off of each other and, and, um, they're doing a good job. I mean, it's, uh, it's fun to watch those guys when they crank it up and they're, they're always telling spags, man, just give us a straight rush. Just give us a straight, you know, and then, and then they, they take care of it from there, but they, they, they do a nice job with it. And, um, you know, they give Spags the confidence that they'll get, get in there. You know, they just let us do it. Let's let take charge. Of it. So they're, they're good with that. And Spags is good with allowing them to do it too. So, um, and then you're seeing Carlos get better every week and, um, 99s getting better every week. He's been a big addition now to that, to that group. Um, you know, he lost a bunch of weight and worked his tail off, and now you're seeing positive things happen for Colin. So, and then Naughty has been just stay you know steady going going through here. So it's uh, um, you know that that's a that's a good solid group, and um, we're you know we've got some young guys that were working in there too. So, anyways, it's it's it was productive
4: going to let you go but the final question is: you strategize everything i mean to say there's no wasted days with you but here's the buy how do you strategize this buy this year with this team
5: yeah i want the guys to get a, get away um i don't want them sitting on the couch the whole week uh but i want them to get away and um and they can get their work in you know these guys are pretty disciplined they they'll, they'll They'll get off the couch and get some work in, running. wise, keep their legs and wind. Um, but other than that, get away and recharge, and then come back and be ready to go. Same thing with the coaches. We'll work here for a few days, and then we'll take take a couple of days off. And um, you, you need to step back, and it's a long season. You step back and uh, and and then come back for for the stretch and. Uh be ready to go.
4: I hope you get a chance to exhale a bit. I mean, none of us really fully appreciate how you grind. Um, <laughs> I mean, you grind like no other. But hopefully you'll get a chance to just back up and take a breath. But uh, thanks for being with us tonight. All right, Mitch. Appreciate you, man. How do those redheads out there, Doug? Got it? <laughs> They're here. Head coach right. Andy Reid. All right. So when we come back, Sean Barber and Matt McMunnell join me here on this edition of the Chiefs Kingdom in Lawrence. We'll be back after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Telenoa Hufanga
4: is back in the game at safety. Tenth play of the drive for the Chiefs. They trail 13-7, to 7, 7.18 to go. Now a quick... Pamdoff goes to the right side on a jet sweep. McCole Hartman, 15 inside the 10, breaks a tackle, stays bounds, and hops into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. It is a jet sweep of 25 yards to the sweet nectar of the end zone by McCole Hartman. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Chiefs Kingdom show, the jet. McCole Hardman yesterday setting a record with two rushing touchdowns, a receiving touchdown by a wide receiver that had not been done in the Super Bowl era. That is huge. We are back at the Hy-Vee and Lawrence on Clinton Parkway in the Wahlburgers uh, next to the hy You know, Cheese Kingdom shows are like Laker games. You just never know who's going to show up. These celebrities show up. We've had Kim Kardashian. They just walk in and like, hey, what's going on? So we have some celebrities here tonight that just pop in. Uh, Lucas Boyd is here. I don't know where Lucas is. He works, uh, actually he's in our little mini sub that I work with. It's rough at a breakfast burrito in the morning. You gotta go for a walk. Uh, Since it's it's really close quarters. But anyway, and also Lisa Rockhold is here tonight. uh, Brand new in community relations. So Lisa say hi to everybody. Lisa Rockhold is here tonight. And some other celebs will walk in. And we have a photo of uh, John Hadle, who was the Chargers quarterback. Uh, Yes, played at Lawrence High for the Chesty Lions uh, and here at the University of Kansas. Anyway, that was presented to me tonight. You never know what's going to happen on the Chiefs Kingdom show. You never know who's going to be your guest on the Chiefs Kingdom show or tonight your guest. Two special guys, two of uh, my favorite humans that walk the face of the earth. So blessed to know them. But first of all, a 10-year veteran of the National Football League. Drafted out of the University of Richmond by Washington, then he played for Coach Reed twice, two different stints with the Kansas City Chiefs as one of our top defenders in the middle 2000s. Ladies and gentlemen, also president of the Kansas City Ambassadors, the Barber Shop, Sean Barber.
6: All right, all right, all right, all right, my man Mitch, man, this is hey, this is the environment we like. This is the excitement we like. All this energy and love for the community, man. But obviously it's all for one reason, to celebrate our Kansas City Chiefs and the amazing job they did handling business. It's called a hot LZ, a hot landing zone, military term. When you go to an area, you drop down, take care of business, and you bring your butts back home. And that's what they did.
4: Didn't you say that too when you played with the <laughs> – was, was, was it Jim Johnson and had that, the LZ? Or no, it was – Coach Cullen. Coach Cullen. Who that's right, Richard Spiders. Yeah, uh, LZ. Also with us tonight – our co guest, uh, if you will, is a phenomenal follow, uh, either on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram. Uh, he's our senior team reporter. I work with him on a daily basis. Terrific writer, researcher. Uh, you can follow him in a myriad of ways uh, at a ver- lot of different platforms. But making his initial Chiefs Kingdom appearance tonight, he was the spotter yesterday in the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt McMullen. <laughs>
0: this is exciting mitch i've always wanted to do this and you know we got back at like 1 a.m last night from san francisco didn't sleep at all though because the Chiefs got a huge victory over the 49ers running on like two hours of sleep but whatever i'm glad to be here Uh, the chiefs are winning so i don't need to sleep
4: it's called an adrenaline rush all right or if you met with the talk to the geeks here right in front of us tonight who have made the uh, big trip here it's tasting the sweet nectar of the end zone uh but let's have some fun tonight gargling the sweet nectar of the end zone. Uh, let's just talk about what happened yesterday. Shop, I'll start with you because, honestly, we were walking into a cauldron. That stadium, was it was lit, okay? They, did, they remember us from Super Bowl 54. They had like 12 guys on the injured list. They're going, oh, we're all going to play other than Eric Armstead. I mean, they were all in. And look how they started. We're down 10 to nothing, under seven minutes to go in the first quarter. Shop, what did you think happened yesterday? Michael? Well,
6: obviously, you know, I have a personal relationship with the defense coordinator, D'Amico Ryans. He's one of the uh, most uh, knowledgeable guys, I think, right now in the league as far as how to defend and how to play uh, every blade of grass on the football field. It's, it's aggressive, high in your face, a lot of man pressure, a lot of things that probably you shouldn't do against Pat- Patrick Mahomes, uh, but it works against 95% of the offense in the league. Um, And I was wondering, was he going to change his M.O.? Was he going to change who he is in order to play the Chiefs? And he didn't. It was a lot of press man in your face rerouting receivers. And we have the offensive ability. We have the capability to staff the skills to get off of those jams, get off of those bumps. And we find those little crevices, those little niches, in all your, your man coverage and zone. And we have the quarterback that can get the ball there in a hurry. And guys that can make you know uh, yards after catch and everything like that. So defensively, I just felt like the the 49ers. We knew who they were when we were going into the game, and they kept their mo the same. It paid dividends in the first half, but in the second half, once Andy made those adjustments, him and E. B., Matt Nagy, Pat Mahomes, they were able to make adjustments, and then you saw the onslaught that happened in the second half.
4: It was a. Breakout, man, it was a f- <laughs> firestorm. D'Amico Ryans will be a head coach in this league, Most definitely. and it ain't going to be long. Okay, the court- defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. Matt, you and I worked on this game all week, whether it was Kingdom Conversations or Hive V Chiefs Insider, defending the kingdom, which uh, the three of us all do together. Um, but we kind of looked at this game going, wow, okay, another great defense. The Chiefs are going to play the top two defenses in the league back to back. What did you see yesterday?
0: Yeah, so for me, it was two things, really. First of all, it's Patrick Mahomes is never out of a football game, right? And we say that a lot, but the stats, like, back it up. We're down 10 nothing against a hungry opponent in San Francisco. You mentioned it. The crowd was super into it. They're feeling really good. They just got Christian McCaffrey. But Patrick Mahomes is 13-9 and when he trails by 10 or more points in the game at any point. He has a winning record when he's losing by double digits. It's insane. And we saw that in this game. They fall behind by 10 points. They go on to score touchdowns on six of of their next seven drives. So never out of a football game. The second thing is they finished this game. And that was the big thing all week is they could have beaten the Bills, right? They had the football in the lead with about six minutes left, and they couldn't finish it. And they felt like they should have finished it. They finished this game because the box score doesn't really show it. In the end, they won by three touchdowns. But they were only winning by five points early in the fourth quarter. Nick Bosa sacked Patrick Mahomes. And the 49ers think they're getting the ball back with a chance to take the lead. It's third and 11. He finds MVS for 57 yards downfield, their biggest play of the season so far. They go on to win this game. They finished it. And that's what's beautiful about it.
4: That, and that play, you could just feel it just unplug their computer and their battery was out, right? You just, that just took the oxygen right out of those guys and that stadium on that 57-yarder to MVS. What I saw as well was, and I alluded to this in my chat with Coach, Huge plays from all three phases because we've been waiting for a big play from special teams. It's 14-13. We're kind of gasping for air. We miss a field goal at the end of the half. And what does Isaiah Pacheco do but bust out a 48-yard kickoff return? That was huge. Yeah. And then knucklehead guy hits him out of bounds. That's 15 more yards to put on that. And we go up 21-13. to Shop, I'm going to come right into your heart here because not only the special teams play a huge impact, the defense. Joshua Williams, beaten last week for two touchdowns, beaten by Ray-Ray McLeod on the 49ers touchdown, comes back and makes a pick at the goal line. That was huge. Then you get the pass rush. Chris Jones lines up inside, gets one. Outside gets one. Frank Clark was 2019 uh, frank clark super bowl 54 frank clark and it was a safety that was huge then you get two you get two more takeaways you get takeaway sacks and destroyed him okay <laughs> that that was shop stuff that's shop stuff you talk about all the time yeah and it hasn't happened in all three phases yet i don't think like that
6: well that's the momentum we talk about each phase working off of one another so early in the game we found some some ways to kind of you want to say shoot ourselves in the foot. Offensive gets out three and out, and you know, on special teams we drop a punt. On defense we give up some long drives, ends up in touchdowns. And so that's that's what happens when you're playing like um, out of sync. And then when this offense gets in the sync, we saw with five minutes left going in, uh, about going to go into the fourth quarter, things started to work together. Everybody started working and playing in, in unison. And a big play on defense energizes the offense. A big return coming out of half energizes our offense to go in and score. Defensively, now we're starting to get geared up. Uh, Spags makes his halftime adjustments. You know, he's kind of like a, a chef, right? He's like a Cajun chef <laughs> at halftime. He puts a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We're going to bring it pow, bam, boom. And then the defense on the second half just comes after you in a whole different manner. And a lot of times, offenses, they they, just, they, they are unsure exactly how Nola is going to come after you in the second half. They, they put together an offensive game plan. If you don't guess right, then guess what? The Wolves are after you, and it's like chum in the water for uh, Frank Clark the shark and he gets after you in a big way in that second half. But, I mean, we, we've seen uh, Chris Jones at an all-time great, all-time high level uh, this mm-hmm. whole season. He's been a man on a mission since week one. And, and, and man, it's been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been huge for our entire, uh, all three levels. Obviously, a big emotional lift for this, de- this team was to get Willie Gay back, right? Big play oh. Willie Gay, right, a.k.a. Juice. Getting Juice back was – And and that's what he is, man. He's just a a ball of energy, a ball of juice, sideline to sideline he is. He's a heat-seeking missile after your quarterback or tight end or whoever has the ball. And then we have some young guys on the back end who are learning how to play together. They're growing and learning uh, uh, right beneath our eyes right in front of us and those guys they, they take the bumps and bruises from the bills game and they just get better they just keep competing um, learning their alignment assignment their responsibilities and that makes the defensive coach um, coach coach house coach Fags, um, all those guys coach Merritt so proud of what that secondary is doing because they don't lose trust lose faith in one another they just keep playing
4: And coach Cullen who's made a gigantic impact on this defensive line you know how this works brother you get five sacks you get three takeaways. You get a Jimmy G in the end zone for shark attack for two points, you're able to put put the the hammer hammer down, down, baby. Baby. All right, before we go to break, Matt, just your thoughts on the defense and special teams. And just, uh, it was heartwarming to me to see how well that kickoff return was blocked. It was set up like a right return, Pacheco hits it back, boom, you get all these backside blocks with no penalties. What did that do? You, were, you and I were in the booth together. What did you sense when you saw that kickoff return?
0: It was huge because you want momentum coming out of, out of halftime, right? And we didn't really have much of it after the missed field goal, almost quit a touchdown, negated because of a penalty. You don't have a lot of momentum then. And when you're on the road, that's troublesome. But to get that huge kick return right away, that you felt better about it as a Chiefs fan. You're like, okay, we're going to be all right. The offense is going to quickly score here. Uh, The defense overall, though, um, to move on to them, is ahead of schedule this year, I think. that's what's been exciting about this group. Super talented. We saw it throughout training camp. But you can see how they can impact the game for the Chiefs. And I was so proud of Joshua Williams yesterday. It was awesome to see what he did because a tough game against Buffalo, right, against Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. To come into this game, not be afraid, and to make an interception at the goal line to get the ball back to the Chiefs' offense and to bail out Skymore who muffed the punt, it was an awesome thing. So these guys are just going to keep growing. We're going to see it on special teams as well. But so excited about all these young players that we have and what they're showing so far this season because they're helping us. They're not just potential.
4: Tonight we got Sean Barber, Matt McMullen with us, senior team reporter Sean Barber, the shop, the Spider-Man, a uh, he is the man, uh, but uh, we're having some fun tonight, we're at the Hive and Lawrence on Clinton Parkway in the Wahlburgers, next, these two guys are phenomenal, you're going to find out why, as you know, the cheese kingdom uh, tradition is we also go to places that are beyond football. That's where we're going next with Sean Barber and Matt McMullen celebrating a Chiefs victory over the 49ers. We'll be back with more on our Chiefs Kingdom show after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Chiefs are under center
4: with Mahomes this time, leading 28 23. They're going to bring it on another jet sweep. This worked earlier. It's going to work again. Cole Hardman had a jet sweep touchdown earlier. He gets another jet sweep touchdown. The jet landed jets all over the Bay Area. And Hardman's had a day. And the Chiefs go back on top with a touchdown to answer the touchdown. A lead of 11. Welcome back. We're in Lawrence, Kansas tonight at the Hive in Lawrence on Clinton Parkway at the Wahlburgers. Uh, inside high B and jet sweep day at the ballpark yesterday. Oh my gosh, a flip pass, two jet sweeps. And honestly, the run by Clyde edwards was very similar. Getting inside the armpit of Nick Bosa, who was like running the other way, uh, but it was all good and uh, it was outstanding. Kind of reminded me of running screen passes against the Raiders, like five times for touchdowns for, with Jamal Charles. It was that kind of feeling. A reminder. Uh, they have these kingdom bundles. I had to go get one just to show our huge audience here tonight at the. Uh, but I'm going to talk about them here for our folks that are listening on the network. The kingdom meat bundle is awesome. Uh, four burgers, four pork chops, four brats, four chicken breasts, all for just thirty bucks. Okay, home gate, tailgate, any gate, you got it with the kingdom bundle. So Mitch Holters back with you. Our two special guests tonight, two of the most. Awesome dudes uh, ever to walk the face of the earth. Sean Barber, former chief, president of the KC Ambassadors, media star, um, community philanthropist and everything else, uh, and senior team reporter Matt McMullen. All right, follow him. He's, he's awesome uh, to follow. Just Twitter at KC Chiefs underscore Matt. Um, but let's get into some things of uh, you guys are two of the more passionate people I know as well. But Shop, you had a 10-year career. You play at the University of Richmond, ah, uh-huh. But Washington, Philly, Kansas City, back to Philly and Houston. But you decide to live the rest of your life in the Chase Kingdom. Why? Oh, definitely.
6: Well, I mean, I was, ra- yeah, <laughs> love it, love it. Um, raised by two educators, so schools um, where the school district my kids were going to be raised at was very important to me. Um, as my playing days were going on and started to come to an end, we had to kind of start to shift our focus to where we're we going to raise our family. You know, I got five boys and a girl, beautiful family, beautiful wife. But we wanted to make sure we raised them in an environment that was going to kind of feed their, not only their, their spirit as far as their faith, but also speed, uh, feed their um, education and have them ready for college. So the Blue Valley school system, whether you're doing public or private, is one of the most phenomenal school systems, I think, in our nation. And so if I had the, the, the pleasure of raising kids in, in any school system I could, could, could pick, it would be here in Blue Valley.
4: Well, that's awesome. We're going to get into, uh, and, and Nico works for us. I mean, ah, Nico's yeah, in yeah. And he's That's a,
6: always the extra plus, right? Having, a, having your son be a full-time employee for Al and his staff with the uh, equipment, equipment staff, uh, that was an amazing journey for that young man. And to be awarded with uh, full-time status this year, was um, that was a blessing to come true.
4: Sharp young man. Yes, okay? he is. You, yes, he is. You did good in raising him to this point. Yes. Sir. All right. So, <laughs> uh, but Matt. Okay. Also a product of the Blue Valley system. He Go was Mustangs, a blue, baby! Blue Valley North high school yeah. graduate, a distinguished graduate. Um, then on to Mizzou, and and but and it, and gosh, you've had. You can't a, say that here. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all the kingdom tonight. Okay, we all get along. John Hadle picture. All right. Okay. Uh, but the passion for the Chiefs. Why? Where did it start? What What was the genesis of this? Yeah.
0: Well, I grew up in Kansas City, and. I remember my first ever game at Arrowhead was in 2005. I just missed you. You were a couple years before that.
6: I was there somewhere.
0: Yeah, but it was against Tom Brady and the Patriots, and Greg Wesley picked off Tom Brady three times. Ooh. And I was like 13 G-S. years old. G.S. US yeah. And I decided this is the greatest thing on planet Earth. <laughs> and I've been in it ever since, the, the good times and the bad times. Uh, you know, 2012, watching every single game and just winning two games and then going to the Super Bowl in 2019. So – been on the whole roller coaster and it's been amazing. And when you wanna work in sports, you accept that you're gonna to go to some random corner of the world, right? You're never gonna work for your favorite team, but uh, it worked out for me where I got to come back home and work for the Chiefs, hang out with you every day. And uh, it's a dream come true.
4: But let's talk about your path real quick. This is how this works. What was your first job in sports?
0: It was the Kansas City T-Bones. Okay, And then Sec-
4: I- second job in sports. The
0: Salem-Kaiser Volcanoes in ah, Oregon.
4: And how much did you get paid for that job?
0: Uh, goose egg. Okay. Back, now, to, Skittles. Uh, so <laughs> Back minor, to Skittles.
4: Minor, minor, minor league baseball, right? <laughs> that was
0: low-A baseball, low-A affiliate of the Giants, which was tough because I'm obviously a Royals fan, and the Royals had just lost the World Series to the Giants. But,
4: but you're sneaking yeah. food from the, the uh, training table, or they don't have a training table. Oh,
0: some hot dogs during the game, you gotcha. know, and chicken okay. tenders, popcorn, stuff like that. <laughs> nice. Next job. Next job was the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yep. Next job. Uh, the Chiefs. Actually okay. sorry, UMKC basketball. Okay. Then the Chiefs, then the Minnesota Twins.
4: And then Chiefs Chiefs, like where you're yep. at now? Okay. Yep. Since twenty seventeen. Easy path. It's easy. <laughs> it's just like, you know, uh, doing the Salem what are they, the round rocks? Salem
0: Kaiser Volcanoes. They no longer exist. It's sad. Oh, I'm so sad about that. Yeah, they played at the crater.
4: The crater, man. Yeah. So that's big stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh Sean, your family's awesome, uh, but you have a terrific story, and you just texted it to me. And honestly, it brought tears to my eyes. And it deals with Blue Valley North.
6: Yeah, man, we. Well,
4: when 0 and 8, 0 and 8, they're getting on the EKF. 0 and 7,
6: maybe 0 and something. Okay, you know, when, you, when you've no lost wins. every game, you don't even keep track of the losses. You just zero wins. What's the next game? Let's just keep moving. Uh, let's keep improving. Let's keep going. You know, coaching fundamentals. So I got. I mean, I take my hats off to um, you know, Coach Meslowski is the linebacker coach at the team. Um, him and the, the staff they have there, man, they're they just continuously pouring into these kids just telling them, hey, man, perseverance, right? you got to grow. You know, these losses, they keep telling you lo- losses build character. Well, this team was was up to here with character <laughs> building. They wanted to win a ball game. And um, my son, didn't, he didn't start playing football until the 12th grade. So he got involved in the football just to experience what football was going to be like before he graduated. He's an he's a amazing baseball all-around center fielder. Uh, but he wanted to play one year of football and get a little bit of what the taste of uh, that gridiron was like and all of these losses. But I kept telling him, you know, even though he was having some good games, interceptions, first game of the year, I had a pick six a few weeks ago. Um, I just told him, what you need to do is just continuously pour into your team as a leader would, hey, guys, let's stick to the game plan. Let's listen to our coaches. Let's watch them together. Let's enjoy our time together. And that's worries so much about the scoreboard. And what do you know? This last weekend against St. James Academy, uh, going into halftime, I think it was a close game. I don't remember, maybe 14-10 or something like that. Second half, uh, it was 20-25. They had the ball last. We had to hold them two times on defense, keep them out of the end zone, uh, find a way to run the uh, clock out on, on offense. And what do you know, they end up winning the ball game 25-20. One win last game of the season. Those Mustangs, that win was yeah. huge. Yeah. Horsepower, baby. <laughs> Horsepower. Them Stangs. So now they got, a, uh, they got a chance to go into the playoffs. Obviously, uh, next week, uh, this week, they play against Olathe South in okay. the playoffs.
4: Yeah, it's on. Playing so the Falcons of Olathe South. E.K.L. is a great league, by the way. So is the Sunflower League, the Chesty Lions here in town, as well as the Fighting Firebirds of Lawrence Free State in that league. But it's so, so heartwarming, though, to hear your son and that story. When you text it to me, it just resonated. And, Matt, uh, before we go to break, uh, there's, the geeks are out here tonight. We've had this show through two and 14 seasons. We've also celebrated Super Bowl championships. We've been through it all. You've been the same way. This has not been easy for you uh, because growing – I mean, not just growing up, but growing your professional career, it's not always been having, oh, the best quarterback, best tight end, and best coach in football.
0: No, and, you know, I'm only 29, so I didn't see what happened, like, in the 80s and everything. But, um, yeah, I went through some low seasons with the Chiefs, but that's what makes it fun, you yes. know, is you're, you're part of the team. and. There's nothing wrong with with getting on the bandwagon when the team gets good. But for those of us that have been here the entire time and know what it feels like to win two games in a season, but to still watch every game and to get excited about the draft and the future and to know what's next, that's why every single game I watch Patrick Mahomes play and Coach Reed coach, I'm like, this is unbelievable that we're living during the golden era of Chiefs football. And it's important to never forget that.
4: Or take it for granted. And Shop did it. Now you get to do it. The golden honor. There we go. Matt McMullen right. for the first time in his life, will be able to <laughs> put, put the, the hammer, hammer down, baby. Down, baby. <laughs> and he didn't hit the table like Dustin Colquitt did and shattered the marble yeah. table. Well, I want to come back. What so. was, like well, was a $5,000 table? And Colquitt just blew it up. Like, way to go there, God uh, D.C. Uh, Before we let you guys go, and first of all, we thank everybody for coming out here tonight, folks from here in Lawrence, Douglas County, uh, this area, and some folks that have made the great drive, and the people that have worked so hard here in the Lawrence store uh, to make this happen. But just before we let you go, your thoughts as we get ready now to go into the next 10 weeks, starting with the Titans in two weeks, Shop your thoughts. Where's this chief team potentially going? What well, do you see? I'm just
6: going to put on my coach's hat and realize that every team, when you get to a bye week, what you want to do is self-evaluate. You want to look at all the the, the plays where you gave up ten or more yards, all the blown coverages, all, every every little uh, mistake, the misalignments, the misassignments. You got to do a little bit self-correcting. So you want to take and create a film of that, go over it internally, think about how what can we do as a as a team to make sure that these mistakes don't come back to hurt us again at the end of the season once you make those corrections, then you start thinking about what are teams we're about to face? What are they doing good? What are the things they're doing well? So we can be prepared for those teams. And then you got to look forward to what are the Eagles doing? What are the, 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 the New York Giants doing? What are the teams that are now winning teams in the NFC doing? Because when you face one of those teams in the playoffs, you know it's going to be the Super Bowl. And so you want to prepare yourself. Even though it's a little bit early, you want to make sure that you have that game plan but not only the end of the season, but playoff and also Super Bowl, have all, those, uh, uh, um, um, have all those plays and all those game plans worked out so you can be ready to go um, when the season kicks back off. Yeah. I, I think, I think where are we this, going?
0: Well, I think this time of year is a good uh, chance to look and see that we've run kind of a gauntlet here, a really tough team so far this season. Every team we've played so far this year had a winning record last year. Mm-hmm. In three of the last four weeks, we've played either the number one or number two scoring defense in the NFL, and we're five and two through this stretch. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. So you go into the bye, you reflect on that, and now you make sure you just keep getting better. And that's what I love about this team. They're never satisfied with what they've accomplished. They're gonna keep getting better here. One of my favorite numbers that I looked up today, Patrick Mahomes is 19 and three after the bye in his career. We're already five and two. He's the best in the NFL after the bye. We know Coach Reed's the best in the NFL after the bye. Let's go get this thing. Yeah.
4: And I should have mentioned the outset of the show, Mahomes is now 55 and 15 as a starting quarterback in the regular season. That is second by one game in the history of the NFL, only to Otto Graham. Wow. Now, yeah. So we can talk about all the fantasy football stats. What's the most reality football stats, Shop?
6: The dub. The dub. Yeah, He's got
4: 55 wins. dubs. And only 15 losses so don't tell me he's chasing stats he wins games let's give a gigantic cheer to these guys sean barber matt McMullen, two amazing people and great parts of all right, of the all, cheese right kingdom. all right we'll be back to close things out and i'll tell you what i see coming ahead what we've done and where we're going after this you're listening to exclusive coverage of cheese football
1: now back to mitch holtis and the kingdom show presented by bad boy mowers He said third down and six
4: at the San Francisco 45, leading 37 23. They load up the left side. Kelsey is in a tight slot that same way. Time to throw over the middle. Juju Smith Schuster wide open, 25 20. Jukes the safety. Tan gets a block, angling near side pylon. Touchdown, Kansas City. It is yards after catch all day long. A 45 yard touchdown reception by Juju Smith Schuster. Welcome back as we close out things tonight on our Chiefs Kingdom show here in Lawrence, Lawrence, Kansas, on Clinton Parkway at the High V and the Wahlburgers connected to the High V. Yes, Yards After Catch Deluxe. Not only was it Jet Sweep Day at the ballpark, it was another Yards After Catch Day at the ballpark. The Chiefs are number one in Yards After Catch in the National Football League. That is... Huge. Special thanks tonight. Nick Price is our master control operator on the network. I haven't given Nick the kick enough love. Uh, he's the invisible man that makes everything happen. And Jeff's tonight here as well. Just like our IT guy that makes it for our folks that watch the show here live, we get to see Coach Reed, uh, who's with us uh, on the fireside chat. And you hear him on the network and see him if you come to our show live. I'm going to tell you just really quickly uh, and how good are Sean Barber and Matt McMullen? I'm telling you. The Lord has blessed me with many things, but the chance to work with those two guys and have those two guys as friends uh, is an amazing blessing. But just, let's just take a second and think about what's happened here. The Chiefs are 5-2. and two. They were the first team in National Football League history to have to play their first seven games against teams that had winning records the year prior. Never happened in the history of the league. We played at five different start times in the first five games of the year on three different days of the week. People go, is that a hard deal? Oh, I don't know. Work 7-3 to three on Monday, work 11-7 uh, to seven on Tuesday, 3-11 to 11 on Wednesday, then work two 12-hour shifts on Thursday and Friday, call me on Saturday. Yeah, it's a hard deal to do, and we navigated it. And we've had tough teams that are, like, wanting to, you know, tear our face off like yesterday, and we go out and obliterate them. I'm just telling you. Oh, and we're not going to get big plays? The Chiefs are number one in the National Football League in scoring. We're number one in the NFL in 20-plus yard completions. We're number two in the league in red zone touchdown efficiency. Number two in the league in third down efficiency. And the defense is number one in the league at four red zone takeaways. What are we talking about, people? We're talking something that is huge and a year ago at this time, here's at the perspective note of the night. A year ago at this time, we were three and four and minus ten in the giveaway-takeaway ratio, and had just lost to the Titans 27 to 3. And look what happened in November and December and January. Well, guess what? We're gonna get ready for November and Jan- December and January with the bye week because this team is only pointing upward. This team has the best and highest ceiling of any team right now in the entire National Football League, and that's where we are headed. All right? So here we go. Let's go. Now, you veterans, we got rookies here tonight watching the show live. A big announcement because next week there is no show. It's a bye week. No show on the following Monday, but in two weeks we'll be in Independence uh, on the 23rd Street High V, there we'll have a current Chiefs player to be our guest. Fantastic night tonight. Thank you to the folks at High uh, V here in Lawrence. It's a big week for the high schools here. It's high school football playoff starts in Kansas, already rolling in Missouri. Uh, Sean Barber just laid it out the best. Uh, his son getting that win uh, when they had not won all season long. Thanks for coming out here tonight and showing your spirit. Get red, get real, get rowdy, and get ready for the next 10 weeks and enjoy your bye week And thanks for being here tonight on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
2: You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude by Hy-Vee, the world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
3: Hey, this is Chief sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Festival in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst and Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery.